Welcome to Soul Smart. Hi, I'm Joanna Hennen, and this is Soul Smart, the podcast that explores the hidden side of success. You see, being successful isn't about always doing more, it's about being soul smart, using your intuition, spiritual connection, the law of attraction, and everything else you have access to as a powerful soul to create more of what you want. Are you ready? Let's get started. Hello and welcome to episode 28 of the Soul Smart Podcast. I'm your host, Joanna Hennen. And today we're talking about how your beliefs affect your success. So beliefs, it's kind of like a buzzword. Like people are talking about mindset, about beliefs, about limiting beliefs, about all these things. And I'm not entirely sure that we talk enough about how our beliefs affect our aspirations, our goals, our success, because I've really found in my own work and in my own life and my own business that they are absolutely instrumental. And I see such a difference in the things that I am willing to do in the results that I get in my expectations and my energy, depending on what I believe about myself in that particular situation or about the situation itself. So I hope that today's episode is going to clear up a lot of the stuff around this particular topic for you. Yeah, and that it's really, really useful, obviously, and it helps you move that little bit further to living the life that you want to live and experiencing the success that you want to experience. So let's start at the very beginning. What is a belief? So a belief is something that you currently believe is truth. So you probably don't think of your beliefs as beliefs. You just think of them as truth, right? It's what you have accepted about yourself, about the world, about money, about business as truth. Like this is just the way things are. So this is probably one of the most difficult things to do with beliefs. We don't think about them in that kind of detached way. They're kind of just who we are. Beliefs is how we make sense of the world, how we explain how things work, how we like just the way we look at what's around us. And it's really, I think, not as easy as all that to identify beliefs because we basically have to just challenge everything that we believe to be true. And that can be really, really, yeah, that's like confrontational, you know, because we've been living with a lot of our beliefs for a long time. So what kinds of beliefs does a person hold? So if it's everything that we believe to be true about the world, then of course, you know, there's a mixture of positive things and negative things. There's in each of us, there's a mixture of beliefs that we can consider to be supportive of where we want to go, of our success, of possibility to achieve what we want and limiting beliefs. So beliefs that keep us from achieving these things. So supportive beliefs help you achieve, right? They help you experience nice things. They help you get what you want. And limiting beliefs keep you from achieving more and keep you from having what you want. And this can be really, really simple. Like we don't have to go into like really huge examples of like life changing things. I'll give you one of my own personal examples. Since I was a little girl, I dreamt of going to California. So I grew up in New York. 
California was this like, I don't know, like dream state. Like that's where the movies were made and that's kind of where all the glamour was. And that's where like kids like me were getting discovered and we're getting on TV shows and like, and everybody, you know, just lived on the beach. It was this like haven, right? It was totally different to what had in my own life or like the way I imagined it was totally different. And it's a dream that I've had ever since I was a little girl. Somehow I decided, I started to believe that it'll never happen, like that this is something that I will never get to experience because things like that don't happen to people like me, right? And I don't even know if I can totally define what people like me, what that meant, right? But somewhere I decided that like other people can take these exotic trips, you know, to really like fabulous places and have these adventures but not me. Like I had to stay here and work. Obviously, I jumped ahead in time. When I was a little girl, it was just out of reach. When I grew up, like it was just like a dream that, yeah, again, still out of reach. I think that's really the best way to explain it. So for years and years and years, like this would be kind of one of those things I was like, oh, like, oh, look at her. She's going to California or look at her and she lives in California. I was like, oh, you know, this is not for me. I didn't even consider the possibility of going, right? Like it wasn't like I tried to plan a trip and couldn't. I didn't even get that far because in my mind, it wasn't something that was available to someone like me, whatever that meant. Until a friend challenged me on this. And she said, what are you doing? Like, you've been talking about this for years. Like, you can totally buy the plane tickets and reserve some hotels and go to California. And I was like, you know what? I guess I could. You know, like, I guess I could make that choice. And as soon as I kind of realized how silly I was being and that really I didn't have a good reason for why I couldn't go, right, it became possible. And once it became possible, I was able to take the steps I needed to take to make that happen. And we did make it happen. My family and I went there for three weeks a few years ago and had a great time, you know, and it still lives in me as one of these examples of like, why was I hanging on to the story that it's not possible without any like reason, right? But that was the belief. It was a belief that I picked up somewhere in childhood, and then I probably attached it to a whole bunch of other beliefs. And so it was keeping me from even taking that step and checking how much flights were like, even that wasn't happening. Like I had no idea what it would actually take what would actually mean for us to do this, for us to go to California. So just a very small example, right? Very, very small example. And so our beliefs affect like millions of these small things in our lives, right? So every day, our beliefs affect our choices in this way. And so they will also affect our success. So how do we end up with all these beliefs in our systems, right? How do we end up with the beliefs that we hold? So I've identified five separate categories of beliefs that we hold. So we start with the kind of widest category. So we all kind of born into some kind of belief system, right? So we all kind of inherit that cultural belief system and whatever that may be. And so we hold beliefs that are maybe religious beliefs or maybe religious beliefs that kind of just went into society that aren't considered religious beliefs, but that's kind of just how our cultures have done things 
for a long time. Like I was born in Poland and I was obviously raised Polish, even though we lived all over the world. And so I have this thing in me, like I can't go to someone's house without bringing something. <laughs> like it's impossible. Like my kid goes on play dates and he always brings something with him. Like this is a very cultural thing. And even like I'm aware that it's different to other cultures. And yet I can't get myself to stop doing it. Of course, you know, that's not a big deal, right? Like I don't have a fixation on stopping this horrible behavior or anything, but just as an illustration that like we'll each have a set of beliefs and a set of patterns and a set of behaviors that are linked to our cultural heritage. And some of them maybe we revolt against and change and some of them are really, really ingrained and some of them we might not even be aware of, right? So there's that whole kind of cultural element, whatever we were born into. Then we have the beliefs that our parents or carers held and that we were exposed to as children. So these are things that our parents or carers or guardians or you know whoever raised us consciously wanted to teach us about the world, right? So in my case, for example, it was something about hard work because my parents wanted me to be prepared for the world, right? The way that they understood the world worked. So they taught me that hard work is really important, that to work hard is really, really important. Otherwise, I won't have as nice a life as I maybe would like. And so we can discuss whether that's a supportive or a limiting belief to have. But that's kind of not what I want to illustrate here is we have these beliefs that our parents wanted to equip us with, right, to help us when we go out into the world. And so we hold these as our truth, right, because our parents lived these beliefs and they passed them on to us, presumably with examples and presumably repeatedly. And so we have them kind of ingrained in us and we also feel an emotional attachment to them, right? And there's an element of loyalty, of family loyalty loyalty as well. So like, who am I to reject these family values, this family way of viewing the world? And it becomes quite interesting um, when you see that some of the things that you're hanging on to as beliefs, like maybe this hard work one or others, you might be hanging on to them partly because it feels wrong somehow to reject the way your parents wanted to raise you, right? Like there are so many elements to this. I find it really fascinating to look at all the bits, right? So those were beliefs that your parents or guardians wanted to pass on consciously. Now, we also have beliefs that we kind of accidentally pick up as children. So they may be things that our parents don't necessarily want to consciously teach us, but maybe they're beliefs that our parents hold. Maybe it's behaviors that they have. So it's kind of things that we observe, whether in the home or at school, and we make our own conclusions, right? So often these beliefs are about our own capabilities and our own self-worth. The one that comes to mind for me personally personally, is one about belonging. So I grew up with a very strong belief. And even now, like belonging is a theme in my life. But when I was in elementary school, like, I learned to believe that I don't belong, right, that a group doesn't want me. And even like, if I'm in a group, I'm always different, I don't quite fit in. And so this isn't obviously something that was consciously passed on to me, it was something that I made a conclusion on and took on as my belief. And just a small aside, I understand that most of our beliefs are formed before the age of seven. So can you imagine as an under seven-year-old how you're viewing the world? 
and what kinds of conclusions you're making. And this is all kind of being, being written down in your subconscious and it's going to influence the rest of your life. It's really quite incredible. So being aware of this stuff is actually really important. Right. Then we also have two more uh, categories. These are a bit shorter to talk about. I wrote down like random beliefs picked up later in life, because although most of our beliefs are set or picked up before we're seven, like obviously our life continues and we eat, our beliefs either get stronger, we get more and more proof of what we already believe and some things can change. So we can pick up beliefs later in life as well. And then we have beliefs that we choose ourselves. So we'll touch on that a little bit more later in this episode, but can choose your beliefs, right? Because at the end of the day, a belief becomes a belief because you think it a lot. It's a thought that you think a lot. It's something that you see proof of, right? So we can change those things. We actually have control over that. Okay, so now when you think about you and your beliefs, you've gone through your life up until now, you've picked up a load of beliefs, and now you're living your current life, right? So your current life is based on these beliefs that you've picked up along the way. But now you want something more. You want something different. Maybe you want to create something or experience something different, or you want more money or more success or more love or more happiness, whatever, right? And it doesn't seem to be happening. So maybe you want these things, but they're not coming to be, right? And so why aren't they coming to be? It's not because you're not doing enough. It's not because you're not working hard enough or like somehow like the universe hates you, right? It's because of your beliefs, the ones that are limiting you. And this is where you can really see what you believe to be true affects your success. When you try to change something, it becomes really, really clear how this works. So it's the cycle of you want to create or achieve something, and then something always happens to stop you, right? You fall into self-doubt, or you procrastinate, or like you create drama. I used to create a lot of drama, so that was definitely one of mine. And somehow you self-sabotage right? And you get in the way and you don't do the thing that you need to do or that you said you've committed to or that you said you really want. And you self-sabotage, right? Not because you're a bad person, not because you're not enough, not because this is the wrong life path, not because you don't deserve to have success. None of these things are true. You self-sabotage because whatever you're trying to do isn't congruent with what you believe about the world. It doesn't match, right? So you stop yourself. There's a part of you that stops you from doing this thing because it's completely misaligned with what you believe to be true, right? And for you to be kind of a normally functioning person, <laughs> you want things to be in order in there in your energy system. You want things to fit nicely together, like it's a normal response to have these things fit nicely together. So you see, your beliefs end up influencing the degree of success that's possible for you, right? Because you will end up taking different action if you believe something different. You will end up seeing opportunities instead of problems. Your whole kind of view of the world changes when your beliefs change. So the obvious solution is to change your beliefs, right? So that you can get out of your own way and make progress on these things that you want. And here's where things get a little bit more complicated and even more interesting. Because our minds have a conscious bit that we're aware of and a subconscious bit that we're not aware of. 
And according to cognitive neuroscientists, we are conscious of only about 5% of our cognitive activity. So most of our decisions, our emotions, our actions, our behaviors, they depend on the 95% that we are not aware of, right? That we are not conscious of. And that's, of course, the subconscious. So this is crazy, right? (laughs) We think we're going through life making all these conscious decisions and we're not. Only 5% of what we think and what we do and what we choose is conscious. The rest is not. So changing our beliefs becomes about uncovering them first, right? Being really, really aware of what's happening in there in that 95% and then working on the actual change, right? And I think this is really, really important, not just for success. So I look at it more as a realignment with who we really are. So I really believe that we come into this world with confidence and feeling with joy, with this kind of strong perception, I guess, like of ourselves. I mean, I know that develops through childhood, but we don't kind of come in and start questioning about whether we're good enough or we deserve this or whatever. Like we want things and we're able to kind of believe that it's all good and possible until someone tells us otherwise. So I really look at it as like by removing these blocks and these limiting beliefs, we are realigning with who we truly are, right? With our essence, with our soul, whatever you want to call that. And that's when we can experience the things that we are in our essence, you know, the things like, like love and joy and happiness and success. So I'll just share with you a quote from Carl Jung that I really, really, like, really love about this process of working with the subconscious and being really aware of what's happening in your own energy system. So Carl Jung said, until you make the unconscious conscious, it will direct your life and you will call it fate, right? So you can't change it until it's conscious, right? Until it's conscious you think of it as just truth. Like that's just the way it is. This is my fate. This is my destiny. This is how the world works. And when you bring that conscious element into it, you're able to to start making changes, to start making conscious choices about what you believe. So we now know how our beliefs affect our success. We understand that our current situation, our current life is the result of the beliefs that we hold or have held until now. And so we know that to experience something more, more success, something different, we need to change what we believe to be true. But how? So we can't really go into the details of this right now because working through this is more a matter of you exploring and actually doing stuff and listening to me talk about doing stuff. (laughs) And this is a podcast, so you're listening to me talking, right? If you want to go further with this, then I am adding a full class on transforming limiting beliefs to the soul space this March. So check that out if you're ready to go further. But for now, here's the general process. And it's not complicated. It just needs your commitment and some focus. So number one, the first thing you need to do is identify the limiting beliefs, right? So become aware, make the subconscious conscious, become aware of what it is, what beliefs are steering you, right? So you know now that your actions, most of your actions will be steered by these subconscious beliefs because most of our beliefs live in the subconscious. So identify what they are, be aware, become aware of what they are. 
Then step two is to clear them, right? So you make it conscious and then you let it go from your system. You clear that emotion, like just work through the stuff that comes up, forgive whoever is involved, detach from it almost, right? So it's no longer a part of you, right? So there are so many ways to do this. And I like recording like little visualizations that take you through the whole process. And I have those available in the soul space, but you can totally do this on your own, right? Just close your eyes and imagine, (laughs) imagine that you're letting go of this belief, whichever one you're tackling. And then the third step is to replace it with what you choose to believe instead. So don't stop on step two, right? Because a lot of people actually do. A lot of people just think that it's all about clearing and that's it. But you actually want to fill that space with what you want to believe instead. So you want to make that conscious choice of what it is that you would like to see as truth instead, right? And this is where like, if you've been listening to my podcast or me in general, For any length of time, you'll know that I talk about intention setting a lot. So I think it's really, really important to be super clear on what you want, right? So the intentions, like your description of what you want to experience in the present tense, as if it's already true, that's that third step. That's what replaces the void that you created by clearing from your energy the old stuff, making the unconscious conscious and then letting it go. And step four is be patient and stick to the new story, right? Stick to your new belief. If you choose to believe that life is easy, then don't give up on that the first day one when life still feels a bit hard, right? Because the results, sometimes they can be really quick with some things that can be really quick. And with some things, you have to be a bit more patient to see the actual results in your life, to see the actual proof. So you'll need to stick to this new belief that you wish to hold this despite kind of what you see, kind of just trust that eventually, and it doesn't have to take a long time, making it sound like take a long time. It's not, but it might not happen like right then, right after you clear it. I understand that this is probably the hardest bit. So make sure that you're ready to stick to your guns and make sure you like put in place the structures you want, the support structures you need to make sure that you stick to your guns and stick to your new beliefs. And that's it. I hope that this has been helpful. I know that being aware of my own beliefs and transforming them, especially like, well, around everything, I suppose, around success, around money, around loving myself or around like considering myself to be good enough and smart enough and all these things, like this has had a huge impact on my own success. And I have a huge commitment to making sure that I address my beliefs, right? So I have a whole kind of ritual process that I go through very regularly. And especially when something is not going the way I want it to go, then I will hit the journal and work out what it is that I believe to be true in this situation so that I can start this process of clearing and transforming so that I have more beliefs that support what I want than that limit me, right? Than that keep me from getting what I want. So that's it. (laughs) This has been really, really interesting, I hope for you as well. And yeah, let me know if you have any questions about anything. You can always message me on any of the social media and I'll see you soon. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Soul Smart Podcast. You can find more information about today's episode, including any links we mentioned at joannahennon.com slash blog. 
If you'd like to hang out with more women who are on the path to being more soul smart, join my free community, The Greatness Collective at joannahennon.com slash community. And lastly, if you enjoyed this episode, please leave a quick review on iTunes. It only takes a moment and means a lot. Have a great day and remember, hustle is overrated. Let your soul steer you to success and greatness.